this is Brooklyn Mike of TBMSRadio.com. Join me and my great co-host, Mike Scully and DJ Scott West on the Brooklyn Beef Podcast. This will be a series of podcast topics in dealing with the stupidity and disrespect in people, politics, situations, processes, or anything that just really pisses us off. This will be a great podcast series that can be accessed on any of your favorite podcast platforms. So please subscribe to our podcast shows right now on tbmsradio.com and join in on our Facebook group page discussions by liking our Facebook group, The Brooklyn Beef. Hey, you just joined us on the Brooklyn Beef, and this is Brooklyn Mike, and our uh, subject today is a kind of a continuation of our uh, protesting versus uh, destruction, and uh, here with me today are two co-hosts, my two favorite co-hosts, Lisa and my uh, good friend down in Maryland, uh, DJ Scott West. How you doing, guys? Good. How you doing? Hey, Scott. Doing well. Yeehaw. Yeah. So, you know. Um, hey, hey, Mike. Yeah. I have a question. Sure. So we're going to do a continuation on this destruction versus protesting and things. Yep. When are we going to get to how to properly put away shopping carts in the parking lot? How to do what? Put <laughs> shopping carts? <laughs> well, that's one of those things that pisses me off, too. But uh, Okay. Especially, I, uh, yeah. especially when you get out and you find that shopping cart up against your car. Yeah, oh, that love that. really pisses me mm, yeah. off. But you know uh, that it kind of takes um, a lower step in the totem pole, I guess. I think so too. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, uh, kind of a continuation, but also in support of uh, our brothers in blue. Uh, my, you know, and and this is kind of close to my heart because uh, my brother from another mother down in Maryland. DJ Scott West uh, of Soundwaves DJs um, is a police officer, and uh, I uh, I'm kind of uh, I, I'm very supportive of him. I'm supportive of all the police, especially uh, here in my town, Geneva Police Department. A lot of crazy stuff going on there, um, but you know I'm kind of uh, I'm 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 really having a hard time with this whole whole issue with black lives matter and stuff i think we could say at this point that this is definitely a political agenda oh absolutely agree okay absolutely now we took a trip we went down to my hometown brooklyn that was mike and lisa took the trip i didn't go with them that's right scott (laughs) stayed home stayed behind that's right but lisa and i we took a trip all the way down to brooklyn and uh visit my brother and uh we had we had a great time uh, we were kind of um, sequestered to the house because of uh, a lot of stuff going down, especially now you're close to the city. You're in Brooklyn. You're in a big city, Brooklyn, and uh, right near Manhattan, right at the epicenter of uh, a lot of Black Lives Matter and, uh, of course, uh, contra- contradictions between both sides of the fence. Um, and of course, now I'm starting to see, uh, 
the um, the patriot, the sleeping bear, if you will, starting to awaken. And you're starting to see a lot of great support of the American patriots, uh, people that are not willing to give up on this country and not willing to give up their country and our country and all the stuff that's been going on, such as the destruction of property, the destruction of of and defacing of statues and the elimination of our history as a country. And, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of funny what has happened when we were down in Brooklyn, we were going to go and meet some friends. We were going to go meet the, the, the classics. Um, we were going to meet, uh, Alcatrera. The classics or the mystics? Uh, the classics. Classics. The classics. Now, now one of the guys who sings with the classics is, uh, Alcatrera, who is one of the members of the mystics. He sings with them as well. So, um, these guys were on the show and, uh, you know, they were looking forward for us. This is one of their first opening shows that they had in New Jersey and it was a free show and we were actually outdoor concert. Yeah. We were actually really looking forward to, to getting to meet with them, taking pictures and, and, you know, kind of hobnob and, and maybe go out to dinner with them. And, uh, unfortunately we didn't get to go. And this is the reason, right? We, uh, we went to a store. And we were going down, uh, we, uh, my brother lives down between um, uh, 3rd and 4th Avenue and also uh, on 85th Street. And what happened was we went to the store and as we, we were heading home, there was a big um, rally of people starting to get together. And they were, they were actually getting to... Um, uh, we were looking and we were wondering what, what it was going on. And we realized it was a rally of support for the badge. And I thought, boy, this would be kind of cool. If I wasn't going to the concert, I'd probably, I told Lisa, I'd probably want to be there and hang out with these guys, right? Nope. Right. Because usually those <laughs> tend to be very, very calm, right. very peaceful, no, no big deal. Right. And so, so I was, uh, I was kind of interested in going, but, but, you know, we had plans to go to the concert and that's what we continued to do as we were at home and we were grabbing something to eat and things like that and preparing to, uh, to, to possibly go to the concert. Uh, we start to hear gunfire with, which at first we thought was, um, fireworks, fireworks. Then a short time after that, we start to hear helicopter, a helicopter, a helicopter. And within minutes of that, we started hearing a second helicopter. Right. And then a third. Just circling around not too far from where your brother lives. Right. So and actually they they came as far above his house. Mm -hmm. And so there was a big ruckus going on about two to three blocks away. And what was happening was um, there was a big support the badge rally. And it then turned into these guys showing up with backpacks and part of the Black Lives Matter movement. Wearing backpacks and now starting to create an issue with the police department and the people who were supporting the police department. And, uh, as I told you earlier, Scott, you know, down in Brooklyn, 
uh, people don't take crap. So, no, no. New Yorkers are a whole different breed right? from the rest of the country. Well, so you got several different breeds in New York itself. You got the, uh, the New York City New Yorkers, and then you have mm-hmm. the upstater New Yorkers, okay? And they're a different breed as well because, uh, you know, they don't put up with crap down in the city. New Yorkers don't put up with crap, period. But people right. in the city really don't put up with crap. I mean, they're fighting for a parking space. Come on. So, so things were going on. And, uh, so what happened was, uh, these guys from black lives matter starting setting the trash cans on each of the corners, started setting the trash cans afire, throwing them into the crowds of the, of the peaceful rally people, throwing them into storefronts with glass. Okay. And uh, there's video out there, and, and Scott, you've seen them, videos of injured police officers, uh, bloodied faces, and things to that seen, nature. I have seen pictures of that, yes. Uh, and this was all happening down in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, and uh, Bensonhurst, Brooklyn, right where my, we were at the time uh, this past weekend. And, um, and, of course, now there are videos where these Black Lives Matter folks were getting arrested and tased, but you don't see the video of what led up to their arrests. Of course not. Because everybody knows the police just love to pick on people randomly for no reason whatsoever. Right. So as as, uh, a a person on Facebook, uh, Chris Pridmore, who is a a podcaster as well, he is the... uh, the um, uh, host of the 100 Proof Living podcast, um, he said they certainly weren't sitting home eating cookies when they got tased. Uh, no. Okay. So you, you do get to see a part of where that guy ran up onto the police officer and the police officer tased him. Now, prior to this, of course, there was trash cans. This guy's wearing a, a, a backpack that looked like it was very heavy from what I could see on the video. And it's a video right. that we posted on the Brooklyn Beef as well. So I'm right. waiting for Facebook to take it down after what I mentioned on that. Well, I'm sure they'll at least fact check it. Yeah, fact check it. Well, fact mm-hmm. check this, uh, Facebook. Well, <laughs> and, you know, it, the, the backpacks, and I'm going to take a stab and just take a wild guess um, and say that the people that were in charge of inciting that melee were probably paid by the left by the liberals by whomever and i would go so far as to say that they probably got a few dozen people all riled up and worked up enough that three or four paid people and usually those are the ones with the backpacks those are usually your paid operatives right because Oftentimes, they will have rocks, stones, bricks, frozen bottles of water, things that you can start using as missiles to throw. Now, again, Scott, I'm, I'm going to say that you're speaking from experience because you are a police officer. And I'm you- a police officer, and we have, we've, now, we've been extremely blessed and very fortunate here in this part of Maryland. We have not had to deal with the level of protests 
protests that I put in quotes that a lot of other places have had to deal with. I mean, let's flat out call them what they are. They're riots. Okay. We haven't had to deal with them here. Now, right down the road in D.C., initially, yes, they had some issues with that as well. Um, to my knowledge, we haven't had any statues here in this part of Maryland taken down. Um, most of our residents in the county in which I work are relatively educated. Right. Most of them. And even the ones that chose not to be, they even they know when not to do something really dumb. So Scott is saying the ones that protested in New York are not educated. <laughs> well, they may be educated. Some of, some of them may be incredibly smart. I mean, let's look at the headline. No, lawyers, they're stupid as lawyers hell. Lawyers got arrested and have lost their careers for setting police vehicles on fire. Lawyers. Lawyers? Yeah, lawyers. Yeah, that four four weeks, eight weeks ago, with those initial r- rounds of protests, mm-hmm. when um, everybody was destroying all the police cars, oh yeah, two lawyers were caught on video and in still photographs throwing Molotov cocktails into police vehicles. They were identified, the police arrested them, and they were both lawyers. Nice. Yeah, they're, they're, they're well, can't fix stupid. That's for sure. No, you can't. No, you can't. So, so anyways, needless to say, Lisa and I felt a little bit more safer staying at home because if we left, we didn't feel like we would be able to return to my brother's home because we didn't know to what extent that this was going to continue. Right, if things yeah, were going to be blocked off or get yeah, caught yeah, up in the never, middle of something like that that we did you not You never know to. how long something like that is going to last. Once it starts getting violent, once it starts getting animated like that, there's no telling how long it'll go. So we're also talking helicopters. We're talking gunfire. I really thought we were in a third world country. We had gone. I, I really feel today that we're starting to look like a third world country. Uh, and I feel like we've been dropped into the uh, twilight zone. I really do. I don't know where the hell this world is going well, to or where our country is going to. But I feel like we've just all of a sudden been in do 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 well, you've posted some pictures on the Brooklyn Beef um, of, and I think you posted some video that you got from somewhere, uh, just somebody walking around in front of City Hall there in New York City. Right. And it looks like a cross between a low-rent street fair and just a bunch of... Uh, I don't want to say homeless people, but that's kind of what it looked like. It, it did. It, it it was right in front of City Hall. And, you know, uh, Mr. de Blasio, I won't even say Mr. Uh, de Bozo, I'm uh, de Blasio, um, <laughs> said, uh, you know, he, he, uh, he's been supporting this whole thing. And here's, here's an interesting thing that happened while we were there as well. De Blasio decided that he's going to be a part of painting black lives matter in front of donald trump's tower right right in, in the middle tower. of manhattan now scott right. you are a police officer yes. if i painted something that i believed in on the street which is um governed by the department of transportation right what would happen to me 
we would take you off of the roadway because we'd worry about you getting hit by vehicles and we'd be worrying about the material that you're putting on the street that does not meet uniform or universal traffic code. Okay. So, uh, such as the lines, right? Right. The lines, because now you're, you're, you're actually desecrating the traffic, uh, safety of the motorists. You are. And there was actually a story about, one of the defund the police street paintings, mm-hmm. I think in Minneapolis or in Min- somewhere in Minnesota, um, public works actually had to go out and use power washers to get it up off of the pavement because the paint they used that the citizens used would every time it rained, it would get slick and cars wouldn't be able to stop. And they would coming, they were coming up, on an intersection at a controlled intersection with a traffic light and accidents, people were almost getting hit. Pedestrians were almost getting hit. People were slipping motorcyclists, bicyclists were having issues with keeping their vehicles upright on the two wheels. Uh, It literally became a public hazard and the, uh, you know, once it becomes a public safety issue like that, where it affects literally everybody, as far as I'm concerned, you don't need to check with your city attorney and you're not trampling on anybody's first amendment. Right. If you take the power washers to that, but this city just out of an overabundance of caution, because they heaven forbid, they should get canceled by the cancel culture people. Um, they checked with the city attorney and the city attorney blessed off on it said, yay, verily you may in the good, in the you know, interest of public welfare, Pit, you know, okay. get rid of all that paints. So all now all we that. got we got public hazard. We got a hazard. We got a right. road hazard. We got right. uh, desecration of uh, of uh, street um, safety. Well, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Well, I wouldn't call it desecration, but yeah. I mean, you're you're affecting the ability. Well, you, if you're I'm now making it more difficult for vehicles to stop well, in a timely and safe. Even beyond that, if I'm painting way over the double yellows and the, the well, white. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're basically taking away all your traffic controls. Is okay. What you're doing. So, so all my traffic controls are gone and everything else. And you remember Lisa, when I told you that if I was ever going through Montgomery County and I got pulled over, I would want it to be Scott. Yes. You always okay. say that. <laughs> now, now remember what Scott just said. Right. In the beginning of his conversation, what was the first thing he said when I asked this question? He said, I'm going to pull you off the road because I'm worried about you getting hit. Right. Not the fact that he's creating a hazard on the road and he's desecrating, painting all over the road, road, desecrating, creating a hazard. No, I'm going to take you off the road. This is the type of police officer Scott is. He will take you off the road because he doesn't want you getting hit. Okay. Besides... It, if if it was a leftist or AOC or Nancy Pelosi, I'd say keep painting, and here comes a Mack truck. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, so but you know here it is. Okay, would you say that it's bordering on a crime, Scott? Oh yeah, okay. I mean it's you're depending on where the road is. It's city property, state property, county property, whatever, and you're in effect possibly destroying that property okay so it's a crime or or you're vandalizing it so yes it is a crime so it's a crime so i got hundreds of video of the bozo oh yeah de blasio um painting 
Oh, that's it's all over Facebook, dude. Okay. Even I saw that. All right. Even so here is that. the mayor of, you know, and he thinks because he has the title mayor, he can do this shit. Okay. Now, the next evening, somebody comes by and decides the other side of the story decides to paint over Black yeah, Lives so, Matter. Some, yeah. Somebody who thinks that, you know, you, that painting this these words across the street is a desecration so they take some black paint and they just paint all over it right so what happens the mayor is now looking for the person who painted over the black lives matter and says he's looking for these people no a hate crime yeah well they, they didn't they arrest one lady and charge her with vandalism yes they charged her with vandalism but they were looking for them to charge them with a hate crime yeah, I'm like, uh, no, sorry, that's not a hate crime. Okay, so not not in any sense of the word. Not we in are any- beginning to feel with this whole Black Lives Matter, even though we know and now we are saying, all three of us are saying, this is a political agenda. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And when- I'm starting. I got people, and I've mentioned this on Facebook as well because I've been attacked by a group here in Geneva uh, for my posts. And I'm not posting anything bad. I'm just posting neutral stuff. Yeah. They're taking the posts and they're twisting. Yes, that's exactly what they're doing. They're twisting it to to meet their agenda. They're using it against the Geneva Police Department. I would love to see the writing, the articles that this particular apparent left-wing, apparently left-leaning snowflake. Um, I would love to read the articles or read whatever they're doing to take and twist what you're putting out. So I'd love to see their finished product. So, because I read everything you put out on the Brooklyn beef, I read everything you put out on your page. And, and so they're twisting it. They're twisting it and attacking the Geneva police department, which I'm hoping in the near future, we're going to have the Geneva police department, a podcast with us and the Geneva Police Department to discuss how these idiots are taking the story and twisting it for their particular agenda. Right. And then this snowflake, and I'll I'll mention his name. I'll give him a, some some a plug right here. Jim Meany. Geneva Believer. Geneva Believer. Jim Meany, who I said. Wait a minute. Is that spelled M-E-A-N-Y? E-Y. 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 Yeah. Oh, Would you like his address? No. Oh, we can no, put his address I, I, on the air. No, 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 no. But obviously, he's a real meanie. He's a real meanie. Right. He's a douchebag. Is he's what a he big is. fat meanie. He <laughs> wow. is. He is a douchebag, and and he's he's used my post, twisted it for his agenda, attacked the Geneva Police Department, and then doesn't have the balls to keep me in the group. He blocked you from. He blocked him from his post, but yeah, he's stealing his post. He not only blocked blocked me from from the group. He he blocked me from the group, right? And blocked me from my own post. Yep. Now my post is still on my personal page. He can't get that off. So if anybody is listening to this, which post was that? Was that the Aunt Jemima post? Yeah, it was the Aunt Jemima post, and and you got it up. No, it was the mask post. No, no, it was it was yeah. Well, he did too. Right, he used two of my posts. So really, the mask post? Yeah, the one. It was kind of a funny, but it was a funny on the masks, not the George Floyd. 
So he used one of the posts. Took it out of context. Took it out of context and then turned around and used it as it was something against the George Floyd thing. It had nothing to do with George Floyd. It had to do with using the use of masks. And then they tagged a Geneva police officer. In. And they tagged the Geneva police officer because the Geneva police officer put a smiley face as a funny because he knew in context it was about masks. Some, you know, it was one of the Star Trek trekkers and said hey i can't breathe and and then the, the star trekker said well take your mask off oh yeah so yeah, i've i've seen that one so yeah. anyways so he used that and he, he attacked the geneva police department and then he used the other the aunt jemima which was an education thing and this is and i'd like to read that the geneva the the I'm aunt jemima right post um i've got it right here okay it's, scott uh, go ahead and read it yeah, hang on. Let me. Uh, the real Aunt Jemima, Nancy Green, was born into slavery. She organized churches and was a missionary worker. She was the first black corporate spokesperson and used her money to fight poverty and for equal rights. She used her money that she could have just used on herself. Right. She turned around right. and used it to fight poverty. And for equal rights. And that is the real Aunt Jemima. Now, what does it say yes. at the end of that, that meme? Liberal stupidity just erased her history. Exactly. So this is what blows my mind, and I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. Taking down statues or taking down the history of people who, in effect, have done nothing but help these people who claim they got this agenda because of slavery or because of inequality or because they're black. I'm sorry, but you know what? One of my friends, high school friends who is black liked that post. And I said to this uh, douchebag meanie, I said in a post and he's never responded. He's never even had the balls to respond to the Brooklyn Mike. No, he has not. Because I think he's met his match. And he he would not respond to me. So, that's one person. I also sent him another text today because after realizing he blocked me from the group, I flat out told him, since he's a leftist, he am sure he believes in late-term abortions. <laughs> So I believe he's a great candidate for one. <laughs> okay. Um, and that's where the Aunt Jemima picture came in. And that's yeah. where the Aunt Jemima picture came in. Right. So, yeah. Jim, I think it's time your parents come come forward and say, I think it's time, Jim. You need to go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I think we're a little beyond even that. Yeah. So, I, I hate to I hate to tell you, Mike. But, but, but we, I know we're beyond that. But but what I'm saying is, you know, know I'm really saying. trying to uh, try to p put it in front of their face how stupid, idiotic. Well, the sad thing is because because all of this is being driven by an agenda to throw this country into disarray, no amount of education is going to deter the leaders 
from continuing to convince the sheep, their followers, to destroy things and to re- try to rewrite history. Well, and and whoever's amount of education, you no, know, they they don't. And you know what? Most of these liberal, far left snowflakes that I call them idiots. You know what they lack? And if you look at the age group of these people, you know what they lack? Common, common sense. Well, besides common sense. Oh, besides that, uh, American ex- hi- American history. Yeah, like well, life experience. Life experience. American history, because American history are now being taught by a bunch of liberals that determine what our kids tomorrow are going to learn. Yeah. And these kids scary. And these kids are making assessments and judgments. And oh, my God, Christopher Columbus was bad. And Abraham Lincoln was bad. And uh, Aunt Jemima was bad. And. Hello. In, in in what way? And you know, and trying to erase history. Now, I I okay. I grew up. I grew up, and my family, my mother and father, bless them. My my late mother and my my father, who's still here, thank goodness. Um, they both raised my sister and I to be polite. To treat everybody the way we wanted to be treated. And my mother drilled this into me at a very young age. She said, do not ever, ever, ever judge someone or assume anything about someone by the color of their skin. Don't ever do that. I never saw color. I never saw color in people. But I'll tell you what, you, you become an asshole. Uh-huh. Oh. I see I see that very clear. As a matter of fact, lately, when I see assholes, it looks like a target to me. Now, I, I'm going to say this. My my mother, my father were both raised in the South. Dad's from North Carolina. Mom, mom was from Virginia, from the Norfolk area. So, Southern, Southern, Southern hospitality, Southern, southern uh, hospitality. But everything that went along with that, as far as American culture, back in the late thirties, forties and fifties. My mother and father grew up during that. My parents were basically children of, we'll call them the forties slash fifties because that was, that was their preteen and teen years was in the forties and fifties. Um, they lived, they were in, they were little, little children, toddlers going through world war two. So they didn't quite understand everything about that until they got a little older and their parents told them why we did what we did. But Virginia, um, different social, different culture back in the day, different culture back in the day. But my parents, when you fast forward to the 60s, the late 60s and early 70s when my sister and I were born, um, as we grew up, we were elementary school age in the mid-70s, mid to late 70s, and that's when my parents taught us treat people the way you want to be treated. Always, always, always treat people with respect. Say yes, sir, yes, ma'am, no, sir, no, ma'am. I agree. And you know what? 
I grew up in Brooklyn. And I grew up, uh, uh, you know, in an area, well, in an, in an Italian home. And I'll tell you what, go ahead and disrespect my parents and see what, <laughs> see what ended up on my head. Yeah. My mother was a great shot with a slipper. She was, she was like, you know, I think she used to go out in the range when I was sleeping with her, with her shoes. Yeah. You know? Lisa, what about you? What were, what were your mom and dad like I when was, you were growing up? My grandparents, my mom and I lived with my grandparents, and they raised me the same way. It we was, were raised the same way with full respect for your elders, full respect for yes. friends, full respect for everybody. Yeah. And did it involve color? None. Okay. You know, and, and this is, this is you know, we've gotten over the whole racism thing. Scott, when was the last time you had anchovy syrup? I haven't had pancakes in a while, but that was one of my favorite syrups growing up. That okay. was what my mother yeah. bought. And that's kind of what started me down this that, down this path was my mom bought Aunt Jemima syrup. Right. Lisa, when was the last time you had syrup? Oh, it was a while ago. But Yeah, but we have Aunt Jemima in the cupboard. Okay. If, if that's what racist tastes like, that is friggin' awesome. <laughs> yeah. well, because you know let what? me tell you, and, and we go back to... to to the person's picture of erasing the history of who she really is. Right. And this is where cancel culture comes in. And this is what is killing me. The Washington Redskins, one of our local teams down up down here, down here compared to where you are. Um, I mean, the, the whole Washington Redskins debate uh, is, you a, know, is, a, is another thing for another day. I, just you know, it, just it because is, of our owner. Just because of our owner. Okay. But. I got a question, though. Okay. In, in the debate, okay, of the whole Washington Redskin name. Right. How many of those people who opposed the Washington Redskin name were American Indians? You know, some tribes were kind of not happy with our team. Not name. happy, but did they were they the ones leading this charge? I don't believe no. so. I don't believe no, so. they weren't. No, so no, they when was, I, they was when, not the Native Americans. When I research, when I research this, okay, well, let, let, let's look, let's look at the logo. Okay, the logo is of an actual Blackfoot Indian. And there were pictures. I Blackfoot Indian. Yes, Blackfoot Indian. Um, so where did the Redskin come from? <laughs> well, that and that's that. That is wherein lies the problem because Redskin back in the 1800s was primarily a derogatory term used by settlers out in the West for that was the broad brush name for indians they were called redskins well you know but there is so you you can put uh, sticks and stones will break my bones right. but names right. now, will never kill me now let's let's look at the history of the team itself yeah okay there were two or three native native american players on the team and they are part of the reason that the team was called the Redskins. Right. So this, the, the, the little thing that you sent me just now, the story of who the Redskins were named after. Yep. I'm, pull, I'm pulling that up right it's now. Again, as we speak. It's again, 
It's an erasure of history. Yeah. Let's let's erase the history of really the reason, because most of the time, uh, Aunt Jemima was put on the bottle because it was a proud way of putting her picture of who she was and memorializing her. Yeah. Years. Of who she is. Right. And now you're getting rid of it. Just like the Land O'Lakes butter. Yeah. There's another one. The little uh, Indian girl. The little Indian girl in the Land O'Lakes butter label is no longer there. It's empty. Empty oval. Big circle. I'm going to take a picture of my butt and put it right on there. (laughs) (laughs) The circle's not big enough, though. Yeah, but you do live in the Lando Lakes. So. I live in the land of lakes. You do live in the land of lakes. Yeah. The so, lakes. Anyway, this is this is getting absolutely incredibly ridiculously stupid. And yeah. I just want to grab some of these people and just slap the shit out of them. You know what? I don't and, even want to do that anymore. I want to no. put them on a plane, give them a one-way ticket, send them to somewhere that is not pleasant for Americans and say, you know what? You don't like this country here. Make your way, do your own thing over here and good luck to you. I am so fine with that, but can I slap the shit out of them before they go? (laughs) I don't even think stupid is a strong enough word. No, it's not. It's It's not. I got so many words from Brooklyn (laughs) where I grew up that I can lay it all out right now, but then I'd have to, I'd have to, Censor, censor, censor this, the, the podcast, this, the yeah. podcast. Even, even for the, yeah, even for the internet, you'd be like, oh my God, I can't yeah. put that Even out. for my own ears, because <laughs> after I play it, I would say, wow, that was pretty strong. But you know what? I, I, I I'm going to hold back. I'm going to hold back because. Can you say it another way? Yeah. It just doesn't feel the same, does Schmucks. it? No. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, we can use that. We can use that word. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so this is all crazy. Here, here we are. And again, you know, I felt bad because I, you know, I really wanted to go and see these guys that were yeah, looking we forward to, to, to yeah, being there. I, I mean, I, that was, the, that was, if I'm not mistaken, that was pretty much the main purpose of your trip. Absolutely. Was to go down and absolutely. see that concert. See that concert, be with my brother while I was there. That was an excuse to go down and, and during this turmoil and hear all these idiots, assholes, whatever, schmucks start causing the issues that they were and again i you know i encourage people to join the brooklyn beef uh group because they could see a lot of these videos that that we're talking about and um they get to the point where they're doing all this destruction and it's like this is not in memory of george floyd no as a matter of fact we are so far into the shit of this black lives matter that you know what, and them destroying stuff, everybody's for almost forgotten about the reason how it started, and and the well, reason okay. why they're using the reason that they're using this destruction because now it's all the George Floyd is very slowly. If you take a look, starting to very slowly diminish. Oh and, yeah, oh, and absolutely, and this agenda is taking off like lightning it's black lives matters against police departments and that's all it comes down to it has nothing to do with anything else and you know what the the three leaders of the organization are professionally trained marxists yes absolutely they they put that that is right out there in black and white and no pun intended on their webpage. and you know what this is very similar to 
a civil war. Because let me tell you, this has now gotten to the point where it's coming into families' homes. We have a situation here, right? Right. That I could bring up. Should I bring this up? Sure. Sure. Okay. So Lisa has a cousin. I was wondering if she was going to let you go there. I'm kind of surprised. I, I, uh, you know, thank you, Lisa. And it's very hard for me. It's very hard for her. But you know what? Here is a cousin. And I'll give her the respect of not mentioning a name. But here is a cousin who is in a relationship and has children with an African-American man. Who is a wonderful person. Who is an awesome individual. I absolutely love this guy. Yes. As a matter of fact... If I had my choice, I'd pick him over her. (laughs) (laughs) He's a great guy. He's a great guy. His mom is a wonderful person. His mom is a beautiful Beautiful individual. I love her to death. Very highly educated. And she has a child who is an adorable child. Here's where the problem lies. Okay. This individual, this guy she's with and his mother. You go on their websites, you go on their Facebook page, they don't talk anything about Black Lives Matters and this no. and that, body beam, bada boom. This guy is hugely successful, has been given the same opportunities as a white person who I'm starting to feel guilty about and uh, not, I'm not feeling guilty about the color of my skin because I'm not going to be the minority. You're just, you're, just, you're just feeling guilty that you haven't done as well as he's doing. Right. And there you and go. You, and, you, and you've had the same opportunity. And I've had. had the same opportunity he had. And he's doing <laughs> very like, well. Man, I'm, I'm a slacker compared to him. What's up with this? Yeah, yo? exactly. So here you have two individuals who are African-American who, who are not involved in this bullshit. No. Okay. None. Here she is, a white girl, whiter than milk, all about the Black Lives Matter. Now. Here I have this podcast and everything else, and I, I'm very strong in my opinions, okay? And I respected her because she was family and never said a word about all the shit she posts. Right. And never said a word, okay? All of a sudden, she has a problem with what I post. Really? Because the Geneva Believer shared it and she saw it. Right. So, you know what? And, and, and she didn't even have the balls like George, uh, Jim Meany. She doesn't even have, I gave him many mentions in this podcast yes, she did. and I hope he sees it or hears it. And, um, she starts contacting Lisa instead of not having the balls to come to me. And she tells Lisa, maybe I should educate Michael. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> how, how old how old is she? let me tell you 32 32 30, years old okay so and, she's in her early 30s yeah and she wants to educate you right okay mm, yeah i'm sure that's gonna go i still really well i still put my tongue between my cheeks and didn't say anything the very next day just out of a hunch i decided let me take let me take a look because just based on what she said, I guarantee you, I'm not friends with her anymore on Facebook. And you know how mm-hmm. how I am so freaking hurt oh, I'm that sure I am totally not 
someone's friend on Facebook. Yeah. I, oh, you know, if, if you're listening to the podcast or you don't like what I have to say on Facebook and you defriend me, see ya. <laughs> don't let the yeah. door hit you in the ass on the way out. But you know what? Just, now I'm going to freaking educate your ass. Okay. <laughs> so I had a little discussion with her via text that she ended it like saying, well, see you later. Okay. So it's kind of like a civil war. It's gotten into people's homes. And this is how ridiculous this has become because people are so stupid. And I'll put her in the same category. And the problem I have is how she's going to raise that poor little child. I would like to say one thing. Allow him to have his own damn opinion. Don't clutter it with this bullshit and turn him into a racist and a black lives matter individual to become racist and hatred in his heart before he becomes old. And here's, here's my whole problem with that organization in general. They took three words, words, just words, right. And use them as the name of, a Marxist socialist communist organization. Right. And they, I guarantee you, they probably sat down and it took them a while to come up with just the right name for this group because they wanted something where if you said you're against these three words, then you must be absolutely are a racist. Right. You have to be right. No, 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 no. I am against the group. You put up something either on the Brooklyn Beef or on your personal page or something. And I've seen it a bunch of other places too. Lives matter. If you have to put a color in front of those two words, right. you are a racist. Not only a racist, but you're petering on a criminal. Because if you think my life is less than yours. Yeah. Or that someone else's life is less than yours because I'm not black or I'm white or I'm yellow or I'm my title is Redskin or my title is Goomba or my title, whatever the hell it is. If you think my life is any less than yours, you're an asshole. Yep, I agree wholeheartedly. Okay. And, uh, and, 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 you know, we mentioned Jim Meany on this show. Okay. <laughs> Several he, times. He would be, oh, oh. Did, did we mention Jim Meany? So no, who again? Yeah, again. So what? What I'd like to know, M E A N E Y. No, I would oh, like okay. to. I would love to. Can Can I go online and look at the articles that he wrote? You should be able to. Yeah, okay. try to join the uh, Geneva Believer. Now he'll know that we're oh underground. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah. So so you go to Geneva uh, Believer and join their group. You don't even have to join. It's because everything's yeah, it, it, it's You can just okay. you be able to view it. Yeah. So, okay. it, yeah. So if you go on to Geneva Believer right now, you can, before they take you off, Scott, uh, you can, you can check out the articles there. But uh, since we mentioned him and I'm going to mention it once more again in another podcast, I'm seriously considered running for either city council or mayor of Geneva because I am done with the shit that these left 
snowflake candidates of late-term abortions are doing to this great American city, Geneva, New York. And uh, Laura Salamandra, I'll mention you too. Mm. I'm not done with you. I am not done with you on podcast. I'm not done with you on Facebook. I'm not done with you, period. Because if I was mayor and you sat there next to me with your middle finger as I spoke, I'd kick your ass out and tell you to come back when you became more respectful. And if not, I would ask for your resignation. So this is what I'm coming after, Salamandra, whatever your name is salamander whatever <laughs> salamander. Uh, i'm coming after you because i'm done with the shit that you're doing in this city and your type of politics and politician is no place for america and that's what i'm i'm shooting for and uh, valentino mayor valentino i'm going to tell you right now if you can't see because this is your excuse that you could not see her not standing for the Pledge of Allegiance, which she was only eight inches away from you. If you can't see what's happening eight inches away from you, you don't deserve to be mayor. Because if you can't see what's going on eight inches from you, how are you going to see what's going on in the city? You're blind. And the reason why you didn't see her is because that was a politician and a political statement to protect your own ass for the people that put you in office. So I'm done with you too. This is the kind of shit that will we'll stop in this country and that we, the patriots in America, need to stop. Show them at the voting on November and show them when you're voting. Okay, I'm done with my rant. I was going to say. I, I really got off on that. That's all right. I even stood up in my chair. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, you got you closer. Saw, did you see that? I puffed out my chest. Yeah. I really did. I was getting really. It means business. I do. I'm not, I'm not screwing around. I am so done. I am, I am so done with this Twilight Zone shit. I want to go back to living a normal life. And you know what? Something's going to change after the elections. And it either... Our great president, Trump, is going to win. And if he doesn't, I'm going to tell you, this country is going to go into an immediate civil war. Mm -hmm. Because if he didn't win, he didn't win because of dishonesty. Because somebody put in 20,000 votes somewhere or something like that. You know? It's not going to be because if they want to do it honestly, then you know what? Give everybody IDs. Give them IDs. And do away with mailing shit. Uh-uh. That ain't happening. Mm -mm. So, uh, I don't know. I'm just. Uh, feel better? Do you feel better? You got it off your chest today? Yeah, I think so. I think what I'll do is I'll put my American flag back on the pickup truck and drive around City Hall today. <laughs> that video is out there, too. As a matter of fact, Scott, do you have a blue line flag? Do you know where I can get one? Okay, you can get one anywhere. Okay, yeah. so we yeah. get them at Seven Eleven, probably. <laughs> okay, good luck getting it off Amazon. Yeah, why they sold out? 
we can no, get actually, you, you know what? I'm I'm going to see if you can get one of those from Amazon. I'm I'll tell you Amazon what, Scott. Right now, if you can find me one, a three by five, a three by five, I promise you, I will take a video of the American flag on one side of my truck, a blue line flag in front of my truck, and I will take video of oh, me yeah. driving down get, the city hall. You can order one from Amazon Prime right now. Yeah. Uh, $15.95 free prime delivery by Saturday, July 18th. And you okay. Can get several, so you can get the, you can get a, the kind of flag that you would put up, run up a flagpole. You can get like the lawn decorative flag that you put on those, you know, you know what I like to do? I'd like to put the, uh, I'd like to get a like eight foot, 10 foot flagpole. Mm-hmm. Right. I'd like to put the American flag up first, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. And then put the blue line flag right beneath it. Mm-hmm. And then you know what I'd like to take with the bottom of that one? What? Instead of putting it in concrete in my ground, I'd like to stick it, you know where? <laughs> I can only imagine. I, I like, I hes- to, I like I to really, to ask. I really like to plant that flag somewhere. Where the sun doesn't shine. In some of the city councils right here in Geneva, New right. York. Yeah. Well, you can actually get a Homesmith combo. Well, these are three inch. A Homesmith combo. Does that make it more comfortable for them? I guess. Well, <laughs> it's a it's a combo pack: a USA American flag yeah. and a uh, thin blue line flag. Really? Yeah, both of them together. Where's that? Yeah. Amazon. Amazon and yep. Pri- Amazon Prime. Yeah, G one twenty eight combo pack USA. G one twenty eight combo pack. Yep. I just found the Trump 2020 flag oh, with the thin blue line we need, flag. We need one now, of those, too. Now, the combo pack is not next day shipping. It would arrive sometime between July 27th and 30th. Okay. So we need so we, take a couple weeks. Actually, we need three flags. We need, Well, we have the American flag. We need a okay. Trump We need a Trump flag and a Trump flag. <laughs> right here, which they have I like with the, the thin blue actually, line no, flag. No, 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 no. I actually like the, uh, the, the, the Trump colored flag. Nice red, white, and blue one. That one is red, white, and blue. Oh yeah, that is. Oh, that's the one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so so it, so that's the Trump flag, red, white, and blue, and the uh, the thin blue line flag. Right. But Together, I that's they are. that's a different combo pack. <laughs> yeah. <There you> go. <laughs> so, uh, last thoughts on uh, on this, guys. Uh, Scott, what do you got? Last thoughts on on this whole thing? You know, a trip to Brooklyn. I think this one's going to be an interesting title. Um, you know, it's, I, I don't know what my final thoughts are on this. I, I'm not going downtown to any city right now, any major city right now. Thank you, but no, thank you. My other thought is with the mayor of New York city, taking the stance he has taken with so many people out of work in the city and with him letting so many things happen in the city that have happened and continue to happen, and he, it seems as though he's actually supporting it, the financial toll on the city when it hits because there's no tourism, because there's no Broadway going on right now. He's going to go. There's, he's there's gonna, nothing else to get people to come up to new york guess what he's gonna go scream to the federal government like a little baby how much he needs money and you know what they're gonna say they're gonna say the same thing to him that they said to the governor of minnesota nope right sorry right you let it happen and oh by the way 
when when he painted that Black Lives Matter in the uh, in the street there in front of Trump Tower, mm-hmm. the very next day, guess what showed up in front of his house? A big Trump flag. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And right. they covered the paint in the street with a big Trump flag. Yes. Didn't they? Yes. Well, they did I it manually. That. They yeah, did it they manually. Did it. Right. Yeah, because they held, the, they held the blue line flag over top of, or yep. the Trump right. twenty flag over because, top of the. Because they didn't want to yeah, get, uh, they didn't want to get charged with a hate crime. <laughs> right. So they held the flag off the ground, over off it. the ground, right. hovering over it. Over it. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. And then yeah. Scott showed up and said, "Hey guys, I want you to move because I'm really worried about you getting hit." <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, you got any last thoughts on this? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's got to stop. It's just got to stop. You know, the madness has got to stop, and they need to look back as to why this started happening. Right. If it's stupid enough to to go into families, and that's what I mean, it is stupid enough to involve families. Uh, look, everybody I, has a right to their opinion, no matter who you are or what you are, everybody has a right to their opinion. If you don't like their opinion, move on. Don't read it. Don't like it. Ignore it. Right. It shouldn't affect the family. You know, it it shouldn't, but you know what? This is exactly what BLM wants. Because when you look at their website. They want the separation of family. They want the destruction of the nuclear family. Yep. And it says right there in their website, we believe in the destruction of the nuclear family. And that may not be the exact words, but. And you know what? It's very important that the listeners hear exactly what you just said, Scott. They want the destruction of the nuclear family, of how strong a family can be. That's why it's very important to join us on tbmsradio.com on Sundays, because Sundays is a very family-oriented day of music. Yes, And you will not hear politics on our shows. Uh, ever. We're, on Fridays, we may just say... Joke about something. Joke about something. But you know, you know what? It's not going to voice much of an opinion when it comes to to uh, uh, whose side we are on. Uh, and it's not about being on a side. It's about being right and about the preservation of our great nation. It's the preservation of our great nation, its history, and the laws of the land. And right. uh, that's important. Right. So when you join us on our on our shows for Friday night. Um, and then you join us on our shows for Sunday, all day Sunday, the Italian show, the oldie show and our Corona house, uh, Corona Friday house party. You're not going to have this. You're going to have nothing but enjoyment and a great time. And we got to listen to ourselves over this past weekend. Yeah, we did. On Friday night, we listened, wasn't it? It was a great, that was awesome. I, I hate to say it, but, uh, we have a great show on Friday nights and we have, we have very, so much fun. I don't need, yeah. I, I had such a good time listening to our show from July 3rd. That was just, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty And cool. boy, did Lisa, did we have a fun time picking on Mike? At the we did. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he's like, whatever. And puts music on. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Well, that's the beauty of being in control with the control station. Wait till here. tomorrow night. Yeah. Tomorrow night. So, uh, uh looking forward to it. Yeah. I am same so. here. So, guys, I love you, and thank you for being a part of this uh, podcast. Uh, This is Brooklyn Mike on tbmsradio.com, 
And uh, this is the Brooklyn Beef. Scotty, love you, man. Love you guys. Lisa. Bye, Scotty. Love you and adore you. Thank you for listening to the Brooklyn Beef Podcast. This is Brooklyn Mike, and thank you to my co-hosts, Mike Scully and DJ Scott West. For more information about our podcast, please go to tbmsradio.com or go to any of your favorite podcast platform and check out the Brooklyn Beef.